0: to even break down what for the community by the community means is really working from the inside out. And I believe that this city, this state, this County, a lot of people work from the outside in, which always fails. And, you know, I would appreciate if this city, this County, this state really look at our efforts uh, that, that me and Alita are a part of and, and learn from them.
1: Welcome to Bridge the City, a podcast recorded in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where our mission is still to bridge together people, resources, and ideas, and inspire Milwaukee to action. My name is Sam Woods, and today I'm very happy to bring you a conversation around one of my favorite emerging practices in Milwaukee right now, mutual aid. In a few minutes, we'll sit down with Alita from Ayuda Mutua and Melody McCurtis from Metcalf Park Community Bridges, who are both running mutual aid projects in Milwaukee right now. As Alita will mention in a few minutes, Mutual Aid is a different kind of economic thinking. It's a caretaking economy, as they will say, that is focused on building radical empathy in a community, as opposed to economies that we're more used to thinking about focused solely on material growth. Though Mutual Aid has a long history across the world, particularly in marginalized communities throughout history, Be The Bridge and Ayuda were formed recently after COVID-19 came to town, immediately beginning organizing to help stay connected with their neighbors during the crisis. Two months later, the two groups say they are here to stay and will continue building a caretaking economy for a post-COVID-19 world. I highly recommend sticking around for the conversation, how you want local economics to work in a post-COVID-19 world and how you can get involved in making that vision a reality. Really quickly, though, before I turn it over to Alita and Melody, if you want to stay up on how you can best get involved in your Milwaukee community, go ahead and subscribe from wherever you get your podcasts to get new episodes of Bridge City dropped into your feed every week. And if you really like what we're doing and you want to support our work, consider also becoming a patron of ours on Patreon. We're still all volunteers here at Bridges City, but your support makes it easier for us to keep building the Bridges City community. So while you're subscribing to Bridges City and becoming our newest patron, I'll let Alida and Melody take it away.
2: My name is Alida. My pronouns are they, them. Coming from the north side of Minno traditional homelands of Ho Chunk, Potawatomi, and Menominee relatives and Black Liberator lands, and I'm a member of Ayuda Mutua MKE. I'm Melody McCurtis, I'm
0: with Metcalf Park Community Bridges, working on the Be the Bridge Mutual Aid. Uh, initiative that we launched in Metcalf Park that's right on the north side of Milwaukee.
3: Wonderful. Thank you both. And first of all, I just want to clarify some terms. So um, in your own words, what does the term um, mutual aid mean? Um, and then I'll start with you, Alita. How is um making that making that happen in milwaukee right now
2: mutual aid is very much an indigenous feminist community care practice it's an abolitionist practice that has been around since forever and carried through generations by bipoc which stands for black indigenous people of color um, as well as women femme queer and trans people and it's really important to remember that uh, mutual aid is a caretaking economy and caretaking economies are ancestral. So this work that we're doing is really a part of lineages that we come from, that we've been a part of. Um, And Ayuda Muta MKE is very much grounded in serving our community. It means that what we're doing is based on what our community needs and what they're telling us they need. Uh, So it's a relationship. Um, And we are currently supporting families, through our distribution center on the South side, all families are are welcome to come through. We are focusing on Spanish speaking, Latinx families, especially um, as a lot of information is not being uh, translated, is not being um, shared with our communities. And of course, a lot of our communities are left out of support. Uh, like, for example, the stimulus funds, right? Undocumented mm-hmm. families don't have access to that. So, we run our distribution center and uh, get out food bundles three days a week. We receive donations two days a week. And in addition to that center, we're also raising funds through our undocumented, uh, our undocu fund. And those are some of our efforts right now. Yeah,
0: so everything that Alita said, uh, that is mutual aid, and really just getting back to our roots, getting back to our our culture, right? And mutual aid is a part of our long history of our whole existence, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, Metcalf Park, uh, being a ninety eight percent, um, black community, uh, mutual aid has already been a part of our work, right? So, mm-hmm. Metcalf Park Community Bridges is a resident led. Um, an organized uh, organization, right? So really doing the work for the community from the community. And that's essentially what mutual aid is and not relying on entities or um, government entities to take care of us. In other words, we are taking care of each other because we are the experts in taking care of each other. We are the experts in knowing what we need, right? And we know Mm -hmm. how to get things to them that they need because we are them, right? Our folks mm-hmm. aren't on online, so they don't even know anything about COVID-19 if it's digital and the best way to com- communicate with them is through phone or text or coming to their door. So that's basically what we've been doing. We actually you know, led by how we how we work anyway before COVID, we reached out and said, "What's the needs right now? What's the top needs?" And we're going to make it happen. We're going to get those things to you. So we still have been going out and, you know, distributing these um, food, household items, cleaning products, gloves, masks, uh, school curriculum, and activities for the youth, and right to the door, ensuring that they're safe and indoors, and they have everything they need to be able to be safe. Right, yeah. and we're not, we're not asking them to put themselves. Uh, in harm's way, we're actually taking it to them. So that's right. what uh, Be the Bridge is. And mutual aid um, is a part of our our culture and we have to really uh, get back to it. And I think mm-hmm. that we've already been doing it um, and and it's just being highlighted right now.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So um, you both mentioned that uh, mutual aid as a, as a concept, as an, as an idea and as a practice is um, old. It is it, like it's not um, it's not a new it's not a new concept. It's not a new like phenomenon. But um, my understanding is that both Be The Bridge and Ayuda Matua are, themselves are new. I would. So I'm wondering um, if you all can tell, uh, starting with you, Alita, um, how did Ayuda Matua get started and how did you personally get involved in it?
2: Ayuda Mutua MKE began now about two months ago, uh, and it was really, uh, there's seven of us, we're a collective of seven, um, and then we also work with about 50 volunteers, um,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and we began as, you know, a response to um, a call, you know, that one of us put out, like, would anybody be down to uh to do some, do some work, do some mutual aid work. And the seven of us, a lot of us were familiar with each other. Some, there were some new relationships. Um, mm-hmm. Some of us have even worked together in community organizing for as long as, um, you know, over 10 years, going on like yeah. 15 years. Um, and we hopped on, we were actually on a call together that uh, Angela Harris had led a Zoom call and talking about um, mutual aid and. Right, and this is in April. Mm-hmm. No, March. This is in March. Yeah. Um, and the seven of us got on a call after that call, and we were talking about wanting to focus in on our Spanish-speaking um, families, families who are Spanish dominant, right? There's there's folks who live in our city who don't speak English, you know, mm-hmm. um, and there's there's folks who speak many other languages than English and Spanish as well, um, but we we uh, the majority of us being from the south side, um, saw the need. And saw that we were capable and believed in, you know, our abilities. And so we started talking about how we could, um, you know, start some mutual aid efforts. And that is the day that our Facebook began. We started Ayuda Muta MKE Facebook. And then we uh, started translating information into Spanish and sharing it. And we started seeing the the energy, um, you know, we started seeing the followers and the likes and the the information being shared. We started getting messages from people. And soon after that, we started our distribution center, followed then by our solidarity fund to support undocumented families who are being affected by COVID and are not able to access the stimulus checks. Yeah. So Metcalf
0: Park is a a resident led and operated organization. So um, and we started back in 2011 and we officially became um, an organization, 501c3 organization, about four years ago. I grew up in Metcalf Park. I went to Ralph H. Metcalf School. So, um, you know, just to just to add context around what I mean when I say resident led and operated. So these are my neighbors, right? Yeah. These are people that watched me grow up. These are people I grew up with. Um, and I, I'm blessed to be able to work in the same community of where I come from. So, um, and when I mentioned, you know, we've we've already been doing mutual aid. So, you know, looking back at last year, when we do, you know, the mobile pantry days outside uh, three months out of the year, when we do Thanksgiving and um, when we do holiday uh uh, food distributions in, in November and December because we know that the need was for food was already an issue before COVID. We knew that health was already an issue before COVID. We knew that housing was an issue. We knew that um, all of these things was an issue before that. And we knew that because the community said, these are our issues and this is what we want to see happen and this is what we want to see improved. And they picked five areas safety intergenerational wealth, health, connectedness, and cultural vibrancy. Um, I'm missing one in civic engagement, right? Mm-hmm. So they, they said, if, if we, you know, restore all of these five areas in our image, Metcalf Park will be a robust and thriving community. And if our community is thriving, then we're all thriving, right? Yeah. So when I, when I refer to saying that the community are the experts in what needs to happen. I mean that in, in, in every way. Um, and those are some of the mutual aid efforts that we were doing before uh, COVID-19, even leadership development, mm-hmm. right? Five years ago, I didn't know how to do a spreadsheet, but I knew how to organize. <laughs> so every right. everything that I'm learning is being transferred to my neighbors and then they're transferring it to their neighbors, right? right? right. That's mutual aid too. You know, sharing that knowledge and everybody coming up at the same time. So when you fast forward to now, you know that, that mutual aid, that's something that's already happened. But during COVID, even though these issues were already here for in our communities, even though we knew it was a problem, the the problem has been blew up even more, right? During COVID. it has really exposed it, even though they've been saying this. Since 2011, people are taking their blinders off right now. So since the need has got larger, our efforts has had to expand, expand, be innovative, and really combat the need, right? Sure, sure. Um so, so that's why we're doing mutual aid in this way, and then that's why it's going to continue. And as we move forward, it's going to keep evolving. So I'm just even looking back 10 weeks ago, we were not doing distribution to 2,000 doors every two weeks, 10 mm-hmm. weeks ago. Yeah. And and just looking at now how we just really created that and, and got it down pack and really effective in that short of time because residents said this is what we need and this is how we can get it done and let's execute it and do it and keep yeah, going as I- we move, move closer to it.
3: Yeah, one thing that um, you mentioned, and Alita definitely alluded to this as well. I think what's kind of special about Mutual Aid um, and Be the Bridge and um MKE is that um, it is resident led and resident driven, and it's hyper like localized. So like, and your focus just as much on meeting means as you are like building a larger community um, to uh, that stays behind after like emergency needs have um, been met. And why is that important? Why is that like community building um, aspect of mutual aid um, important to the work?
2: You know, to echo, to repeat what Melody already said, like for the people, by the people, I believe if those were the words that you said, we also say those in Spanish and it's part of our kind of a uh, tagline, I guess, like del pueblo, pal pueblo, which is like um, for, the, for the people, by the people. Um, and that is very much what mutual aid is and the you know, caretaking economies, while entities that are maybe uh, what churches or um, nonprofits or government agencies, right? Those are, can often be people working there who are not actually living in the community that they're serving, um, and those entities have their own way of operating that isn't based, it's not grounded in relationships. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's not grounded in um, the surroundings of where their, you know, physical location is, or they're not even, they don't even have a physical location in the community. Um, so I definitely think that like relationships are a big part of uh, this and we could then, you know, have a whole conversation about kinship, you know, and traditional kinship models, which is, you know, indigenous, um, and we are restoring those, you know, those traditional um, ways of being in relation and supporting one another and taking care of one another. Yeah. And we always have, like Melody right. has said as well, like we have always done this and we keep on doing this and we will keep on doing this.
3: Would it be fair to say that mutual aid and like a Matura and be the bridge are like here to stay? in Milwaukee after COVID or that this isn't just like some temporary project, um, that's going to like disband in a couple months. Like these, these, um, you know, these collectives are going to, are going to be around for a while.
0: Yeah. So if I could respond to that last piece and the question you just asked, um, Metcalf Park Community Bridges is not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. We're in the community. We're for the community. We are the community. We're going to be here after this pandemic um, like we already have been, right? And to even break down what for the community by the community means is really working from the inside out. And I believe that this city, this state, this county, you know, a lot of people work from the outside in, which always fails. And you know i would appreciate if this city this county this state really look at our efforts uh, that that me and alita are a part of and and learn from them you know every everything that they put together is still a fail or is exiting our people out in one way or another because they're they're prescribing what the solution is yeah people at the table they're not from the table. they don't have anybody that even even if it's people that look like us that talk like us, they're not from us
3: mm-hmm.
0: so they're not making the right decisions to to make sure we're okay through this I mean even a safer at home order and you didn't even have a solution to make sure people were safe right mm-hmm. in terms of food health, housing domestic violence, all of these different things, right? Um, so, you know, I would want them to sit back and and, and really uh, look at why we're successful and why we're not going anywhere. And I, and I want to add to this that, you know, during this whole 10 weeks, I mean, even the the fighting that we had to put in to get food, the fighting that we had to put in to get support, I mean, that took up like a month and we're still fighting for different things too right um
3: yeah because- talk about it like what was that fight like like tell walk me through what was over what the like barriers you kept running into and
0: and you know, I guess like
3: what can what can people learn from uh your experience
0: yeah so like alita said you know you got all of these and what you said Sam you got all of these you know well-known organizations these big organizations that people support automatically right but those mm-hmm. folks are not doing the work in the community. So yeah. even for us to try to go through those entities or partner with those entities, and for those partners to say, well, people have food. They have been eating before this. I mean, this is the type of responses that we've, we've got, right? We're blessed to get support from a, a lot of different people, but that's what we went through. And as somebody from the community, I mean... There was there has been a lot in this fight just to get a can of beans, you know, so just to put that in perspective. But um, to your other point, we're going to be here. And I ask that people look at and remember. Who has been doing the work, who has stepped up, not for photo ops, not for recognition, but stepped up for their people because their people simply needed us to step up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and we're doing the work. We're doing the work. And um, we're going to continue to do the work. Now, a lot of those organizations, the city is open back up. You're not going to hear a peek from those organizations. They're not going to change how they've, how they've been doing their work. They're going to continue doing the same old, same old. Mm-hmm. That's a huge issue. And unfortunately, Milwaukee is a city to move to, to uh, survive off the poor. Mm. You know that's the bottom line, and um, I hope people don't forget. And COVID nineteen is not it's not going away. Yeah, right. it's gonna come back, and the effects of COVID nineteen is gonna affect our people for the next couple of years. I mean, we're we're heading into yeah. another great depression, but we were already in one. It's just. It's been exposed more. Yeah. Can um, you
3: explain? Sorry. Go ahead.
0: No. Go ahead, Sam. That was my my last piece.
3: Yeah. No. I just wanted. I was curious. You you mentioned, and I'm already forgetting the exact phrasing, but it was something something like Milwaukee's a place to move to um, survive off the backs of the poor. Uh, let me know if that that wording yeah. is, yeah. is um, yeah. the, the, the gist is there right? Can you explain like what you like? Just just talk about that a little bit more.
0: You know, I, I'll list some some media headlines that I've seen over the last few sure. years. Right. You know, Milwaukee is the best place to for a white person to move to um, mm-hmm. for jobs and for their kids' education. And then in that same sentence, you'll say we have the highest incarceration rate of, yeah. of black yeah. and brown people. Yeah. In color. Right? We're the most segregated. We're we're not just mm-hmm. the most segregated in terms of where people live. We're the most segregated in terms of um, quality of life when it comes to housing, when it comes Mm -hmm. to health, when it comes to economic development and so on and so on, right? Um, So that's what I mean. We have 50% of our housing stock that's owned by people that don't even live in Milwaukee. So when I Mm -hmm. say that Milwaukee is a city for folks to move to, not only to survive off the poor, but to profit off the poor.
1: Yeah.
0: It's real, right? And that has to be addressed. And hopefully, people look at Are the MKE and Be the Bridge Mutual Aid, and they they come talk with us and leave ready to 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 really listen to our solutions because the community has them. Mm-hmm. They have them. Um, and people that live here, work here, that don't get to 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 thrive here, they they should be able to thrive, right? Yeah.
3: And 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 I'll I'll invite you to jump back in here. But like, does um, your mutual aid collectives take power back in a way um, in a way that Melody's like sounds like Melody's kind of like calling for?
2: I think that mutual aid as now has become right like a conversation, and there's this term right like the term hasn't always existed, right? Like the practices have always existed. So it's I'm acknowledging that. We've always been doing this work, right? Like, there's always been um, community organizers, like in, you know, in our in our communities, doing the work. Um, and I think that mutual aid, um, like models, invite us to return to our caretaking um, economies and practices, and in a way that you know, organize other. Outside entities, government organizations can will never be able to, um, and they have never been able to, um, right, support yeah. our people, um, and, and we know historically because they have always um, oppressed and extracted um, from us and and the land, um, right, like and always seen us as not as relatives. Right.
3: What kinds of things? I'm curious. A lot of people, including myself, have, you know, just like been in the house and like haven't seen much of the world uh, in the last couple of months. Um, and so I'm, I'm curious, like, what kinds of things are you hearing and seeing um, on the ground right now that people like Milwaukee should be uh, aware of?
0: Um, for me, Sam, Milwaukee should be aware that even though businesses are opening up, things are opening up, COVID 19 is still here. Um, even though a lot of the businesses, especially in our neighborhood are safeguarding our folks and ensuring their safety and their health, make sure you, you stay home. If you can, if you go out, make sure you're protected. Even if you don't have a mask, wear some type of covering. wear gloves, you know, stay, stay apart from folks. Um, and you know, what I'm saying is, for this whole time, all of our efforts, every time we did distributions, our folks were in the house; they were indoors, right? Mm-hmm. So now we're going back out Friday, um, and and I want to see if people are still standing indoors or if they're confused based on what's been in the news, mm-hmm. what's been in the media. You know, when they go to the store and they see everybody just out and they see business owners or owners not having on any of, uh. PPE or not limiting their uh their amount of people that come in, I want to see how that's gonna affect our people, right? Because we got businesses that's that's able to be open, and we have a lot of liquor stores, we have a lot of corner stores in our neighborhoods, unfortunately. And and they 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 haven't did right this whole time. So uh that's what I'm seeing and hearing on the ground. And and I'm also seeing people still concerned. Because they lost, they lost jobs. Yeah, mm-hmm. They have no child care. Or they're scared to send their kids to child care. Mm-hmm. Because child care never stopped. Um, mm-hmm. You got some people who is still working and, and don't want to work because they're working at like the fast food restaurants and the Walmarts and, and they're not mm-hmm. protecting their, their workers, the grocery stores, different things like that. So we, mm-hmm. got, we got people literally choosing their health or their income and Paying their rent, paying their mortgage, different things like that, and our community doesn't have a lot of resources. All they have is us, basically. They have no other support, really.
2: So that's what I'm saying. I would, I would um, offer that, that um, for for people to know or be aware of that. These places of work, right, like that are huge companies, right, where there's, you know, a CEO or whatever, you know, making these billions. That, like, where, where, like, for Walmart, right, an example, you know, like where a lot of our people um, have been working through these times. Um, like those company uh, CEOs, billionaires, like. Could have chosen to redistribute their wealth. They could have chosen to care about our people, but instead they're caring about their profit. And that's, uh, you know, we that's how it's always been. We've (laughs) since the beginning of white men coming to this continent. Um, And that is something to keep in mind. Um, and for people to be, like, aware of and also the need to continue redistributing wealth um, and being aware that just because maybe you're able to now go back to work doesn't mean that everybody even has a job to go back to right now. It doesn't mean that they, you know, um, are able to return to the, I mean, the whole, like, back to normal or whatever. There's no, right? There's no normal to return to It's or transitioning into. And I think it's important to talk about how are we transitioning um, equitably, you know, and going forward equitably. And so I think it's really important that folks keep like um, in heart and mind that for our communities to be okay, we need to continue being in relation. Um, And so that's, you know, um, answering the calls that we put out, if we need, you know, some donations of this, or we need some funds, um, you know, being able to do that. And maybe somebody's not able to donate something every week. But if, you know, just everybody is, um, like, more connected, it really, like, makes it really makes a difference, you know. Um, yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. On that, on that theme of connection, my last question is, um, what are some action steps our listeners can take after listening to this interview?
0: Yeah, definitely. Thanks Sam for the opportunity to, uh, you know, build a relationship with listeners that's listening. Absolutely. In. Um, folks can donate monetary donations or, uh, donate different items like non-perishables, gloves, masks, different things like that because we're keeping this going. Folks can also visit our website to sign up to be a volunteer, to donate items, and to sign up to stay connected to us, right? Because everything we talked about, we know that we have to look at some systemic changes, some yeah. system changes, some procedure changes. So sign up to stay connected so when we are going in and fighting for things to change so things can be equitable we want you a part of that fight uh, People can visit our website at Metcalf with an e on the end parkbridges.org they can follow us on Facebook at Metcalf Park community bridges or they can visit our instagram at Metcalf Park 2020 um, The time is now and we we need we need folks in this fight with us.
2: I would definitely invite listeners to talk to their neighbors, um, you know, and build relationships with those who, you know, you all come home to the same place and you sleep in the, you know, in the the same neighborhood, you walk Mm -hmm. down the same sidewalks, talk to your neighbors. How are folks doing? Do they need anything? Can you support in any way? Is there, you know, a, a local, a community group Um, near your home, where you can uh, lend your energy. Um, As for Ayuda Mutua MKE, we definitely invite folks to support our solidarity fund, which is supporting Wisconsin's undocumented families. And the more money that we raise, the more families that we can get these funds to. Um, We wish we could get every family or every undocumented person $1,200. Um, it'll be a humble fraction of that. Um, but we have already raised $40,000. And we, you know, we're just keep on putting out the call. And people can um, find that on GoFundMe. I'll send you the link, Sam, but it's also uh, bit.ly, the bit.ly, bit.ly slash W-I-U-N-D-O-C-U, which is we we like Wisconsin undock you. Um, and that's a, go find me. We also have our Facebook page, um, which is Ayuda Mutua MKE, which is A-U, excuse me, which is A-Y-U-D-A, Space M U T U A space M K E, and that's our primary platform that we're getting the word out. Or when we need, we put a call out that we need something, like last week we needed certain sizes of diapers. We're we're out. We were out. Um, we also invite folks to donate. Um, you can drive up. We have a window. You can donate on Monday and Friday from 12 to 3 p.m. Uh, and our address for our center right now is 1115 South Seventh Street. Um, And we have like a banner hanging outside there.
1: Thank you, Alita and Melody, for joining us. And of course, thank you for listening. A quick note: Alita did mention at the end of our interview that Ayuda Mutua's location may be moving soon, but at the time of the interview, they couldn't confirm yet. So follow, so make sure you follow Ayuda Mutua's Facebook page to get a notified of any future movement. If you like what we're doing, consider supporting us on Patreon at the $4.14 level, and of course, let us know how you are helping bridge the city. Bridge the city.